Hi, my name is Dr. Free, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are back from a long summer break, and we want to pick up from where we left off. We were talking about taking actions, and we said that action breeds results. When you take action today, you're going to see the results. The farmer who takes action and plants seeds sees the outcome of the seeds that he planted. If the farmer who has the seed in his barn or his storage doesn't plant those seeds in the farming season, he will not see the outcomes or the fruit. I was reading a medical journal and one thing they said was that movement is a medicine to your physical body. When you keep moving, when you are doing some exercise, when you are not sitting in one place for a long, long time and you keep moving, it becomes medicine to your body. So we know that action, when we take action, we are driving results in our lives, in anything we do. The actions we take today will breed results tomorrow. The results in our life today, what we are experiencing in our life today, what has been in our finances, our physical body health, our profession, education, are results of the actions we took yesterday. The actions you took last year, years ago, you are now experiencing or seeing the results of those actions in your life today. When you become stagnant, when you sit back and do nothing, nothing will happen for you. You must begin today to put in practice and put in use or take actions of what you have learned, what you have heard, what you have been advised to do, what your coach has coached you to do. Take those actions and when you do, you begin to see results in your life. So in the Bible, which is our playbook, it's very interesting when a specific instruction is given and those who follow and take those action, the instruction that was given them, they see results in their lives. In Second Kings chapter 5, it's very interesting story there about this commander who wins wars for his king or his commander-in-chief. And he, being a soldier, is accustomed or used to taking orders and executing those orders, taking actions to execute those orders from his commander-in-chief. And if you look at today's military, it's the same thing. They take orders from the commander-in-chief or the head of the military and execute precisely those orders. They take action to execute those orders. And if you've seen even in movies, the, the commander or the captain will say something to his soldiers and he will have to sometimes say, this is an order. And that ends the conversation. You must go execute the order. Take action and execute what you have learned in your life. Take action and go today and execute what you have learned in your life. 
So in Second Kings chapter 5, the king of Aram had a great admiration for Naaman, the commander of his army. But though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered, hear this, from leprosy. This man was out there winning wars and great victories, but he had a problem. He was sick or he was infected with leprosy. Leprosy is a disease that stains your physical body. When it's on you, no one wants to really deal with you. But this guy was leading an army and winning wars. And at this time, the Bible says that they raided and invaded the land of Israel. And among their captives, listen to this, among the people they captured was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. So this girl was in Naaman's, this commander's wife's house as a maid helping her in her household. Then one day the girl said to her mistress, her mistress then said, I wish Naaman, my master, will go and see the prophet in Samaria. He, the prophet, would heal his leprosy. There is power in the mighty name of Jesus for healing. I just want to pause here for a second. That there is power. God can heal diseases and sickness in your body that no science can figure out. He is able to heal the sick, raise the dead, open the blind eyes, that science cannot figure that out. So this young lady told the commander that there is a prophet in Samaria who can heal you of your leprosy. So Naaman told his boss, his king, what the young lady has said. So the king said, go ahead, go and see the prophet. The king of Aram told Naaman, I will send a letter of introduction to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying out, check this out, gifts, 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold. This man loaded his chariots with gifts to take over to give to the person who heals him. When with his horses and his chariots and waited at the door of Elisha. And this is very interesting because Elijah. The expectation of Naaman was different, but Elisha sent a messenger, one of his ministers, out to him with a message. And here is the message. Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and you will be healed. Go and wash in the River Jordan seven times, not two times. Not five times, not nine times, not eleven times, but seven specific instructions. Listen to the instruction that you receive. The Bible said, my son, hear my words. Listen to my words and it shall be well with you. Listen to the specific instruction that you have received in your life and put them to use. Take actions on them. And when you do, it shall be well with you. So, he gave him that instruction to go and dip in the river Jordan seven times and his skin will be restored and you will be healed with your leprosy. Today there is so many diseases going around. 
we had the coronavirus thing going around. And today you have this monkey thing going around as well. These are the diseases God can heal you if you have one of them without the science, without the medication. He is able to heal everyone that asks him. So would you ask him today and declare over yourself today that with his tribes, you were healed. Say that with his tribes, I have been healed. And Lord, I thank you that I'm healed today of this disease, this sickness that I'm dealing with. Say that in the mighty name of Jesus. And it is well with you. And I declare that you are healed today in Jesus' name. For with his stripes, you were healed. Amen. So then he goes on to tell him that, and your skin will be. But here is the problem. This soldier, this commander, who is used to taking orders and precisely executing them, refused to do the simplest thing the prophet told him. The story goes on to say that, but Naaman became angry and walked away or stalked away and said this. He said, I thought he will come, certainly come out of his house to meet me. He said, I expected him to have waved his hand over my leprosy and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and heal me. The expectation that most people have today is that the pastor of their church or the prophet of their church or somebody should come and lay their hands on them, pour anointing oil on them, do all kinds of rituals before they believe that they have been healed. Naaman was expecting the same thing. He said it. I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord and shout and do all this ritual, the tradition of man before I know that I'm healed. You go to church, they do all this kind of traditions. If I don't put my hands on you and you fall down and start shaking on the ground, we don't think you are healed or you, the man doesn't have the power of God to heal. And if all those things don't happen, you don't believe that Jesus has already healed you. We have to begin to change the way we think by taking actions and believing the right way. So he was expecting him to come and do all this tradition or rituals. Then he'll know that God will heal him. And then he goes and says, you want me to go and dip in River Jordan? And the rivers of Damascus, the Abana and the Fapa, better than any rivers of Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? Why would I come here and dip in this nasty river Jordan? I'd rather go and dip in the rivers of Damascus, he said. So Naaman turned away and went away in a rage. He was upset. He was mad. Not just mad, but in rage. So as he goes on his way back to Damascus, one of his officers, his bodyguards, tried to reason. He pulled up next to his chariot on his horse, just think, picture that they were moving on and he pulled up next to his chariot and 
He said, Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? Sacrifices and all this money and gift you came, you use it and trying to buy the healing of God. Wouldn't you have done it? So you should certainly obey him when he says simply go and wash and be cured. The instruction was this, go wash and be cured. Dip yourself in the river. Go take the action of doing. Follow the instruction that has been given and it shall be well with you today. So Naaman, I can imagine him shrugging his shoulders. Okay, fine, fine. I'll go and do this. And so the story goes on to say that Naaman then went down to the Jordan River and dipped himself seven times. Now he's doing exactly what he was told to do. And as the man of God has instructed him and his skin, his skin became, listen to this, and his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child and he was healed, completely healed and restored. I tell you today that God has the power to heal your diseases. God has the power to restore your health to the original state. I declare that your health be restored right now in Jesus name and his skin was restored as a young child's skin. All things are possible to you if you can believe today. Then Naaman and his entire party went back to find the man of God. They stood before him and Naaman said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. So please accept a gift from your servant. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will not accept any gift. And though Naaman urged him to take the gift, Elisha refused. Then Naaman said, From now on I will never again offer burnt offerings or sacrifices to any other God except the Lord. Here is the solution. Do what you have learned in your life in your education, through your church, through your mentors, through your workplace. Put those things in action. And when you put things in action, when you begin to work on it every day, do something, take the next step every day, go forward, apply for that job, get a coach, get a mentor, do something different. Start building that thing that you want to build, whether it's a house or a business or Take the first step. Otherwise, you repeat the same rituals, the same tradition every year. At the 31st of every year, you say the same thing over and over and over and nothing seems to happen. Yes, go and take the action that you need to take. You lack the knowledge to do it. What action are you taking to learn how to do it? To run a business? To start a ministry? Whatever it is that you want to do, what action have you been taking? I tell you, if you don't move, nothing will happen for you. But when you take action today, when you begin to move today, even the science journal that I talk about said moving is a medicine to your body. When you move, you see results. If you are getting overweight and you don't do any exercise, you will see the results of not working out. 
If you are not moving, your body begins to slow down and get infected with sickness and diseases. You must keep moving. Take action today in the things that you want to accomplish. Take action. And when you take action today, you begin to see results in your life tomorrow. If you don't, then you will not see any progress in your life. The results that you are seeing in your life today are outcomes of yesterday. Take a different action today and the results will be exactly what you expected to be and you will succeed in all you put your hands to. I declare over you that everything you put your hands to shall be blessed. In fact, it is blessed immediately after you put your hands on it. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming in. No weapon will form against you. No evil shall befall you. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. So take action today and it is well with you and you see the results in your life. Again, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe right now. Then click the share button and share with someone today. 